And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Glad to have you back with us. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews is the show where Ann and I love to talk about the movies, and we're going to do that today about Watchmen. Oh, let's do, Les. I can't wait to take this one apart. (laughs) (laughs) Watchmen is directed by Zack Snyder, written by David Hayter and Alex Say. It is from a comic book series from the 1980s. The film stars Malin Ackerman, Billy Crudup, Matthew Good, Jackie Earl Haley, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Patrick Wilson, and Carla Gugino. All these actors that I have named play superheroes from the 1980s. It's an alternate reality 1980s, 1985 actually. Richard Nixon is serving his fifth presidential term, right? and we see him several times, an actor supposedly made up to look like him, which is ludicrous, but the whole film is ludicrous. The Nixon administration has outlawed all these superheroes. They can't be superheroes anymore. They've got to walk around with their own names. For instance, Malin Ackerman is really Laurie Jupiter, but her name used to be Silk Spectre 2. I liked Silk Spectre 2 as a name better than that other one. That's right. <laughs> Silk Spectre 1 of course, is her mother, played by Carla Gugino. We see a lot of Carla when she was younger, which is the way she looks, really, and the rest of the time, she is made up to look about 50, and that doesn't make it for me. Nothing makes it for me. Well, I think we have to start with the concept of the picture, the plot line as it is, and that is that one of these superheroes, namely the comedian, has been murdered early in the film, and it is up to these superheroes to try to solve the crime, and that group is headed up by Rorschach, played by Jackie Earl Haley, and he's the one who kind of spearheads the movement to figure out who did in the comedian. Rorschach, by the way, wears a mask, and it has, like, ink spots on it that move all over the place. I don't know why they move. It was very annoying to me. When he took the mask off, I thought that Jackie Earl Haley was pretty good. He's the best actor in this film, but he wasn't in it enough, and his character was very, very, very angry and very, very, very violent. Right. And that wore pretty thin. You know, Les, we talked about the thrust of the plot, which is to solve this crime, but there's a big problem with the screenwriting, and that is that they have attempted to be extremely loyal to this graphic novel, The Watchman. So trying to keep to the truth of that is very admirable, but it fails up on the screen. Sometimes the kind of dialogue that's handled in a comic novel is better read than said, and that happens to be the truth here with Watchmen. I found that the characters mostly were spewing these intellectualisms, these pseudo-intellectualisms. That's exactly what they are. And it was supposed to make you feel that this movie and this story is a cut above others, but it's really not so because the gobbledygook rantings and ravings of all these characters eventually proved to be dated and shallow, worthless and inane, and annoyingly sophomoric. (laughs) And I think that that's what does the movie in. I think everything does the movie in. There is absolutely nothing in the film Uh that could 
make me like it even a little tiny bit. Malin Ackerman, Silk Spectre 2, is walking around with a Prince Valiant haircut. She looks ridiculous. Billy Crudup, who plays Dr. Manhattan, he is the only one of all the superheroes who really has superpowers. Right. The rest of them just put on funny costumes and save the world. Dr. Manhattan is all blue. He is blue because he was in some sort of a laboratory accident that endowed him with all these superpowers. Throughout the entire film, he is totally naked, and he is totally bright blue. (laughs) Well, he sort of resembles a great big Oscar. Exactly. (laughs) That probably is the last time I'll use the word Oscar and Watchmen in the same sentence. There's another big problem with the film, and that is in the construction of the plot line. We begin to learn about the backstory of all these characters as Rorschach goes to each one of them and tries to enlist their help. Unfortunately, the backstories come too late for us to begin to care about these characters. I had only wished that perhaps the writers and Snyder might have rearranged the novel and constructed a storyline where we would get to know these characters in the first half or first third of the film, then we could at least have some concept of who these people were and we could then relate to them. As it is, the film is almost impossible to follow. It's not engaging and it's frankly deadly dull. It is deadly dull. I was looking forward to the special effects. They look like the 50s. They look like special effects in films like Revenge of the Creature or The Creature from the Black Lagoon. I agree with you. Really, really tacky, cheesy, terrible. And they also tried to put in some of those Asian fight sequences that we've seen in Crouching Tiger. They didn't work either. There's, frankly, an overall fuzziness to this movie. It's kind of muddled all the way through. And two hours and 45 minutes of The Watchmen is way too much. We could talk for the next three hours about how terrible this movie is, but I'm just going to say that this is a big red light for me. I was bored. I was annoyed. And frankly, throughout the last hour of the picture, I was laughing when I wasn't supposed (laughs) to be laughing. So I'm giving it a red light, and I'm standing by it. Okay, well, based on the pretentious writing and those cheesy special effects and a meandering, disorganized storyline, lackluster acting, and kind of a grim, depressing aura, I'm going to have to give The Watchmen a red light as well, Les. No surprise there. Two red lights for Watchmen. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. In a world infatuated with comic fandom comes a show to help us remember the talents that have inspired us. Whoa, 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 cut. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. It's a bit dramatic. Let's just tell them about the show, guys. We are the Canned Air Podcast. Join us weekly for a comedic trip through pop culture. We also welcome some cool comic creators, as well as some of the voice and screen actors that help shape your childhood. Find us on cannedairpodcast.com and on the Evergreen Podcast Network.